Welcome, everybody, to another Kiss Like Yours. We hope you had a great week. If you're new, welcome. If you are returning with us, welcome, welcome back. back. Uh, we have some, I think, really hilarious stuff for you to, today. Uh, special treat. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't, I'm excited to, to hear if there's any feedback from, from this because... It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. But uh, let's get to kind of what we wanted to do. We're going to tease that, and then we'll get to some other things before we dive into uh, the fun stuff. All right. So, another week. Another week. And an important week for us coming up. Um, but before we get there, we want to kind of talk about some of the craziness from last week. Um, Lebanon. Oh, man. Lebanon. Insane. You know, I saw the videos come out. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen this, just, you know, you've been hiding under a rock, I guess, if you haven't seen these videos. But, you know, big explosion in Lebanon from some, uh, I think it was some ammonium, ammonium nitrate. Ammonium nitrate, yes. Now, are they saying because it was improperly stored? Because it's been there mm, for so long? or Not that it was improperly stored, but it should not have been stored in that amount. Oh. Uh, apparently... It was from some old Russian boat that they confiscated and then... Right, and then... They just a, never... A bit that What are I you going to do oh, with ammonium nitrate? Like, Well, a bit that I got was that someone was purchasing it and then like never paid for it, so then it never left. Right. And then I guess it just sat there. Sat there for right. 10 plus years, something like that. Right. Big fire, and then boom, it blew up. <sighs> That's just unbelievable. A lot of people lost their lives, which is really sad. Correct. Um, Many injured. But just the sheer scale of that explosion looked like a freaking Michael Bay film or something. Right. I cannot believe it. It was like I was really, I, you know, they always say like there's things in Hollywood that is, you know, it's fake. It's, Mm -hmm. it's there for effect. Like if your car catches on fire, generally speaking, it's not going to blow up as soon as it hits the gas tank. Okay. You know? It's it's gonna flame up like really good when it when it hits that pressurized piece, but it's not gonna explode like and it does in the movies. Flip the car over, yeah. For dramatic effect, right? Okay. So this looked like it was a movie. Like things right. were on fire, and mm-hmm. then it went boom, and right. it went boom in a big way. And then it was crazy when you would see people like filming what was happening, and then you see it. And then minutes later, you hear on their end the boom and the shatter of yes. things from We're, where they are. Yeah, the oh shockwave. The shockwave. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. A, a couple of vantage points was from rooftops that I saw from from the, I don't know if it's the ocean or uh, what sea that they, they lie on. But there's a body of water. So mm-hmm. I've seen some from the body of water perspective. Okay. Um, and then some from land looking towards... The port area. Right, mm-hmm. right. And right. then, of course, we had like that, the real famous one was the the, the woman that was taking her wedding right. f- pictures. Yes, yes, wedding video and pictures. Oh, I know. There was know. another one that I saw that was, um, a, I, I don't know if it was a mom, babysitter. I don't know. She had three kids and they were just watching it, you know, in front of their window. They had really big windows. Oh, my goodness really big windows like you would think like oh that's a nice view you know so they had really big windows and then the kids like right up on the window oh no and you see the kid kind of like jump Uh and then obviously the shockwave comes and blows out the windows right onto the kid smashes the kid right in the head Uh she has a baby in her hands Mm -hmm. and then she has to her left she's sitting on the couch Mm -hmm. to her left she has another small kid. Well, mm-hmm. two windows just basically just fell on both of them, okay. all, or all of them. Okay. And uh, it was it, it was weird because obviously, like with the tempered glass and stuff, it doesn't shatter mm-hmm. like uh, into big pieces. It kind of just crumbles. Yes. So this one, it didn't really separate. It just mm-hmm. kind of all fell in one piece. Mm. Um, but the kid did get a get a hit right to the 
to the top of the head there. Oh my goodness! But he he looked like he was okay. He was mm-hmm. walking around. He was kind of rubbing his head, right, so right. I'm sure he got a nice little cut there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't shock. And then the mom kind of just guarded the baby, and then had the other one too. Um, saw that, mm-hmm. and then we saw one from the balcony. Um, uh, a mom was vacuuming on the balcony or something. I didn't then, see all of these. Oh, you you, saw yeah. Them. I, I, I stopped after the bride and the one from the apartment. I had seen enough. Yeah. The the the, one, the mom's like vacuuming. It happens. The shockwave hits, uh, hits them. Mm-hmm. And then after the fact, she grabs the, the, the kid and goes inside. Mm-hmm. But it looked like they were okay. They were just more just scared of, right. you know, the shockwave, the mm-hmm. boom. And then yeah. I'm sure it blew out some of their windows, too. Yeah. Just, just insane, just unbelievable things that are taking place around the world. I mean, we had the rainforest, you know, burning yes. down. Then there was that massive fire in Australia, and you know, I mean, this oh my 2020. goodness! If there was ever a time to get your soul ready to meet your maker, <laughs> twenty twenty you, is it? The year to do it. Yeah. Uh, like what did they say? Back to the future. Whatever you do, don't don't go back to twenty twenty. Don't go to twenty twenty. <laughs> Seriously. Jeez, Seriously. man. Seriously. Just just insane stuff. Right, right. Taking place all over, just all over. So that was a crazy week. And mm-hmm. then and then on our on our home front, you know, our Congress can't seem to get it together to be able to negotiate anything. I mean, and I'm sitting here and I'm watching this and I'm like. This is your job. Yeah. The one reason why you guys are here to provide help and to come to agreements for the American people when they need you most. And the best you can come up with is we can't come up with anything. We can't agree. Yeah. So we then agree to obviously it, it forces the, the hand of of the president to do what he did. Right. Right. And agree with it or not. Um, he took control. He, he took, took control ownership and, of the moment. And he said, this is what I'm going to do. You guys aren't going to like it. So here you go. Right. Um, so, you know, whether you agree with what the president did or not, he f- he's basically forcing the hand of Congress to, to figure something out because they're not going to like what he, you know, what, what he, he put in place. Right. That, you know, both sides aren't going to like that. Right. So, so uh, well, well, you know, I, I give him credit for forcing their hand and at least he's going to make them come back and say, okay, well, this is what he did. And if we want any chance of fixing it or making it, you know, better yeah. for the American people, then this is what we got to do. So that was or pretty worse. crazy. I mean, it could be to worse go, too. So to go down, but well, at least we'll he's see. forcing them to, to figure something out. Right. And, and I think he tried to, to highlight the, some key points, you know, for some things that, that were really riding on on those discussions. And, and I yeah. hope that, that those who really are yeah, needing that help, that it gets into some, their hands. There's some key points that are good, and then there's some key points that are really bad, too, um, that don't really help anybody. So it just, well, it's, it's a tough, it's, it, I, it's undescribable right, th- the, these the situ- times. Yes. Yes, and you know, like I said, week by week, you just think, man, what? How could it get any worse? And it seems to. I know, I know. It's just crazy. You know, this tells us right now. If you're listening, you just you look at your significant other, or maybe you're single, um, but you're looking around at your family and just like you guys got to hold tight right now, mm-hmm. man. You got to grab. Right now is not the to, time to. Uh, you got to lock arms with your circle and don't let <laughs> go. What's that? Oh, what's that? Uh, Red Rover. Remember when we played Red Rover? <laughs> yes. And you can you have Red to lock Rover, off. Red Rover, send coronavirus over, <laughs> and then everybody got to block it to break from breaking through. Yeah. <laughs> we should Red Rover this thing. We're trying. We're trying. We're doing a pretty bad job. But. <laughs> Well, we're, we're trying. it's funny because I think oh, yeah, next week, you know, it's going to be better next week. And it's like, man, it's one thing after the other. You know, it is. But I think that for us, we're holding steady. You know, we're we're staying strong. We're plugging along our path and we're doing the best we can for our girls. And I, I understand that these times have been tough and there have been many that have been affected by this. Some who have been sick you know actually Mm. contracted the illness and you know had to battle that off and others 
who have lost their lives, lost their livelihoods. Like there has been a lot of loss throughout this time. Yeah, it teaches but, a lot of lessons too. Right, but and I'm but I'm grateful, and it's really making me see and try to get the most out of out of the littlest things, you know, which is enjoyment with you and the girls and our family and friends and loved ones. Yeah, so we have uh, another great week ahead of us as far as um, what something to look forward to. Yeah, we have a couple of weeks, right? So Zoe's birthday's coming up. Right, she's at the end of August. And then next week is our anniversary. Our anniversary. It's our anniversary. How long have we been together? We have been together for 11 years. Yes. Yes, 11 married, years. Married for nine. Married for nine next Nine, week. nine, no field nine for our Vegas folks. Are you excited or are you just kind of like, man, we can't really do much? I'm excited that it's our anniversary and we're still happily married. I'm excited for that. <laughs> happily. <laughs> I am I'm a little bummed that we didn't get to plan to do something. We usually a try to do something. Uh, yeah. We usually try to do something like go somewhere where we haven't been yet right. or do, do something, something that, that we, we haven't, haven't done. done. So we have not lived an anniversary through I don't know. Are we in quarantine? We're not under stay-at-home orders. I know that. But. We're in a um, we're, limiting. We're still in a shelter-in-place kind of kind of vibe. We're, we're in a limiting so, uh, time right now. So that's going to be the theme of this year's anniversary. We're going we're gonna to doomsday prep it. <laughs> <laughs> we do plan on staying home. Um, yes. The kids are going to be at my mom's. We are going to take a night for ourselves. The, usually the plan is, you know, at least one night away. At right now, that's about the best I can do. I did. I have done two nights before, but the second Reluctantly. night, I didn't sleep very much. And I was up. I am not a morning, crazy. I am not a morning person by any means. But when I am away from my children, I am up at five in the morning, showered and staring at Artie, waiting for him to roll over and open his eyes. And are you ready to go? I'm up. So. That's kind of what usually goes down on nights away. But we are going to get a night away. Um, the, the kids are going to go to grandma and grandpa's house. We're going to stay home. And we're just going to make it a day of fun, you know, wherever wherever the wind blows us. Yeah. And um, maybe take I, a drive. I, I think we're going to try and hit the beach, though. I think that would be nice. And then I'll cook for you. I'd I'm like gonna that. I'm going to cook your favorite. I love that. Now, I just appre- and I appreciate any meal that I don't have to prepare myself. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like a professional cook or nothing, but you know what? Uh, sometimes I can get down, y'all. You can get down. I you enjoy know? it. I cook for uh, for my family. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I go. Right. And friends. Yeah, friends. Family and friends. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's harder when it's, it's a bigger volume. It's yes. harder to be really consistent with cooking. Like, for instance, if... If there's a dish, right, and there's there's a certain, you know, you want to eat your food hot, and I don't know, just for me, I get the the more people, I that there is, the more I, the more nervous I get. Oh well, for me, it's just a matter of like, well, how much can I get done? When can I have it all ready? What's the simplest thing? Because sometimes we like you like to do a meal that's a little more intricate, and yeah. you can't quite mass produce that you know <laughs> so that's where that's where it gets hard yeah but it's also like that that's what those, ones said. Are the, <laughs> those ones are the most fun those are the most fun right so in you know in talking about our anniversary week how do you feel about our anniversary coming up um i'm excited i'm more excited for next year because next year is our 10th mm-hmm. so that's going to be fun and i'm looking forward to doing something big with you for our 10th yeah i agree with that hopefully um, we can especially to celebrate you know Passing through 2020. Yeah. Do you tend to get a little bit nostalgic around our anniversary? I do. I do get nostalgic. Yeah. (laughs) I've been finding myself getting a little bit more emotional. Not not so much vocally nostalgic, just like mentally. Like um, yesterday, my mom or um, the girl's godparents wanted to see the girls. Mm -hmm. Um, She called us and said, hey, you know, do you mind if I see the girls? I haven't seen them. And we said, okay, like we didn't really have any, we didn't have any plans, of course. Um, and they're very close. They live down the street. So 
we took them over to spend some time with her. Mm -hmm. And we got so much done in like two hours. Right. We had to do some errands, Mm -hmm. you know, and we just like, bam, bam, bam. We hit like two or three different spots to get, you know, things done that we needed to. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, life without kids, you know, just (laughs) the things you can do, the things you can do. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I love my girls. I can't imagine life without life without them. Of course. But I can also imagine life with them taken care of, let me say, Mm -hmm. or not having to worry about them. Okay. You know, like if they are off in college uh, that's or, for me like even i think i'd be worried even more than i am now but that's just because living I'm, on their own i'm a mom and i my i tend to go like worst case scenario like i feel like i want to hire private security for them when they go off to school but no that's why you have them in their their brazilian jiu-jitsu class so I they know. can take care of their own right and that's why i always say i'm gonna raise little black belt so that i know <laughs> you know if anybody tries to get handsy at least they they can hopefully have confidence to be they, able they to, could, uh, to fight it off and not this girl. They could Gracie their way back into seriously choking somebody out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I look forward to that time with you. Mm-hmm. I really do. And again, yeah. our love language is time. So, right. And we, we, we get to enjoy these moments, you know, when, when the girls go to their godparents or when they go to grandma and grandpa's house, you know, it's nice to have those moments of just you and I and just reconnect for me. I was cleaning out our linen closet this week because that is going to be my school, you know, set up location um, for for all my materials. So as I'm going through um, storage totes and stuff, I came across our little chips that we had out on the table. Oh, I saw that from the from the wedding. Yeah. So we we had these little um, poker chips, poker chips made as, casino as, chips. Yes, casino chips. yes, yeah. casino chips. Um, for party favors for our wedding, we had a photo booth and we had casino tables and we did a raffle at the end of the night, you know, for whoever had the most tickets from, from winning. So part of, part of what was out there on the table were those little casino chips with our, with our wedding date. And so I found those and that got me a little emotional and thinking back to that night. And then I found some of the pictures from our photo booth with some of our friends. And I put those back up on the fridge next to with ours. And just like, it was just so much fun. And I I was so happy with the way that it turned out. I didn't want a big wedding. Mm -hmm. I lost that battle. My idea and I think everyone's going to laugh when they hear this, but my idea was for us to get married the year before that we did. Right. The year before? The year before. Okay. So that would have been 2010. Right. And reason being was because I was hoping that we could get married on a Friday the 13th. Okay. Because we got married on August 13th. Yeah. We do everything on the 13th. We we do. Anything big, we do it on the 13th. Yes. And on in 2010, there was a Friday the 13th. And that's actually also the day that my parents got married Mm. was on a Friday the 13th. Okay. Also August 13th. Okay. So I thought that that would have been like, you know, really sweet. Sweet. Your parents are divorced. Why do you want to follow that one? (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that, you know, it it would have been nice. Sentimental. Yes. I mean, it's okay. You know, their marriage didn't make it, but they're still here to, you know, tell the tales of what went wrong. Oh, boy. (laughs) To see the warning signs. Uh, Don't you know you don't want to repeat history, hon? Right. (laughs) I know. It sounds silly now when I say it. But, you know, when I was thinking about the time, I was like, oh, my parents got married on the 13th, you know, on a Friday the 13th. Like, we, you know, that we were hoping for a 13th um, wedding date, and I, I thought that would have been cool. So I wanted to do that. I wanted us to have a church ceremony, right? And, you know, invite all of our friends and family to the church ceremony. But then I kind of wanted to leave it at that. I just wanted to have a dinner, like, with our with our parents and our bridal party. Um, and, like, super intimate group mm-hmm. of friends. And everybody shot me down. Like, I talked to you about it. You were like, eh, I don't yeah. know. And then we told your mom, and she was like, well you know she was okay with like the whole like having the getting married in the church and having everybody there for that but like not really wanting a big reception she was kind of like oh no you know you're an only child so right you know she wanted to have the big party so everyone was kind of like iffy about it and then when we told my dad he was like oh hell no that's not gonna have that's not gonna be right people are gonna be offended and you know oh we want to celebrate with you you know what I mean type thing so everyone everyone shot that 
out of the water. And my, yeah. my thinking was we could do the church ceremony. Everyone could be there. It's not like anybody missed out on us saying our vows or, you know, taking part in the ceremony, which is the wedding people, which is the most important part of your union. And I wanted to save the money so that we could buy a house because we were in the condo. You know, you owned the condo, but we had wanted to upgrade and you know we want to get out of the area and get into more space and we wanted to buy a house so I thought if we could you know save that money because we spent what would be a down payment on a house on our wedding Mm -hmm. but it didn't quite work out that way and that's okay because we had a blast it was amazing we had help from you know all of our parents and um our aunts and uncles you know everybody wanted to pitch in for something to help us so we we did get help all (laughs) along the way and it was fantastic and and i wouldn't trade it for a house now because i know even if we bought a house then it wouldn't be what we have today right so it all worked out the way it needed to yeah so i i am to answer your question i am excited um, I always get excited during anniversary time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think every like single one, um, for me anyway, every single one means a lot to me. Can you remember the things that we've done for our anniversaries? Not every single one. <laughs> okay, tell me what you remember. Uh, San Diego, Hawaii, Vegas, um, Fallbrook. That was not for our anniversary. Damn it. <laughs> I'm losing points here. You are... Are massively failing, <laughs> but uh, no, I think that's that's pretty much it. We've done multiples. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Well, San Diego, I know we did for we did Coronado. We went to Coronado. We went to Coronado. Yeah, but we, we that there. was like an overnight. Yeah. Yeah, it was an overnight. Yeah, um, that was fun. That, that, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, Hawaii, we've done. Let me tell you, that was also not an anniversary. Yes, it was. It was it was around the same time we were there for a different um, purpose, but it was around the same time. Um, yes, it was. Anyway. Okay. Well, you don't remember. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not going to remember eleven freaking anniversaries. Nine wedding anniversaries. Well, nine wedding anniversaries. Yes. Yes. But yes, you know. But sorry. for the most part, we've done something different every time. Yeah, and then not so much something different, like from a different city. Right. We haven't gone to, to a different. You know, right. Just something that we haven't done. Like, so for our first anniversary, we went to, we went back to Hawaii yeah. and we did surf lessons. Cause I always, right. that was something on my bucket list was to do surf lessons, but I always said I wanted to do it in Hawaii. So we went and did that for our second anniversary. We were trying to save some cash. So we just went to Vegas, which of course we had done numerous times, but what we hadn't done was a Las Vegas show together. So we saw rock of ages. Yeah. For our third anniversary, we were fostering and pregnant. So what we did on our anniversary. Was Are you gonna, do you remember every single one? Was we went to go tell your parents that we were pregnant. That's what we did on our anniversary day. And God. then we like went to go have dinner. Okay, what's number stuff. four? We went to Lake Tahoe. Okay, and five. Hmm. <laughs> five is the one that eludes me. Six. <sighs> Seven. I'm kind of drawing a blank, kind of drawing a blank on those. I have to think about, I'll have to think about five, six, seven, but eight, we rented the RV and went to Sequoia. Yes, that was fun. Mm-hmm. So, so this is do? nine. What did we do for seven? Seven might've been the one, um, I think seven was when we were in San Diego when we went to Coronado because I remember yeah. being super pregnant. Yeah, so I you think you're super, right. Yeah. That's when we did the, the Whaley house. Yes, we went to Whaley house, um, ghost tours. I, I don't know, I'm fascinated with, with, uh, paranormal stuff yeah i hate it but i go along with it because i'm a dummy and i love you <laughs> it scares the crap out of me like i don't know why i go along with this stuff there's a funny story because uh we were at the cemetery in the old town cemetery in san diego mm-hmm. quick quick paranormal story and there's this <gasps> thing called the voice box and a voice box um apparently allows you to communicate with spirits they use the scanning frequencies to mm-hmm. yeah so oh. that's the idea i don't know why right? you're bringing this up it's gonna scare me no i'm not gonna sleep tonight <laughs> so there's a lady there and she's talking to somebody and the voice is coming through mm-hmm. don't know the lady never seen it ever it's just me and lie Right, there's we're just no hanging around. There's a bunch of people there because we had just finished the night tour at the Whaley House, and then they walked us over to the cemetery. Yes. yes. No, we walked to the cemetery. They sent us to the cemetery. They uh, said, go yes, over yes. there. Yes, yes, yes. So this girl has a voice box, mm-hmm. and then, and then um, she asked, she asked um, how many people are here? Or who's around? Some Something like that. 
well, she first she asked how many people are here, and mm-hmm. I think it said eleven, right? Mm-hmm. And then which was true, and um, and then she said, "Who's around?" Mm-hmm. I did not hear this. I heard it. But what did it say? It scratched out Lila and Art. Yes. So. Yes. I don't know. I did not hear that. I cannot confirm that. I heard it. <laughs> so, I heard it. Uh, hey, it is what it is. But we we've we've done a couple of different paranormal things. We've done um, organs, uh, Shanghai tunnels. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We do we do need to hit the uh, Long Beach uh, Queen Mary. We have to hit that. That's oh, always a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. And with go you. talk to the little girl in the pool. Oh, with yeah. the kids. Ay, ay, ay. She's fun. All right, so now I have to remember what we did for anniversary five, six, and seven. It'll come to me, but I know we I know we do something different. So speaking of anniversary, we do concentrate on our our each other's either their love language or uh, what we're going to talk about today, which is our flag page. Right. I also came across these as I was cleaning out the closet. And I was like, oh, we've been talking about this. We've been talking about this. I had a general idea of where they were and I found them. And the flag page, again, is just more. It's one of those personality tests. Mm-hmm. And there's different components. So we, we don't want to bore you too much with a lot of the details on it. Uh, one, because it's not boring. But two, it's just a lot to explain. Right. But it is super fun. It's super fun. And basically, as you take the personality test, it comes up with like five key key components, uh, key words that not only describe you, but I think also to as you see these words, Mm -hmm. they should make you feel good. Yes, that's the best part about them. And then they and they tell you too, like you should have this framed and up because when you walk by it, like it makes you happy. And it really does. Yeah. So we got to do that. And so now that I found them and since we are planning to work on our bedroom next, I'm like, oh, we got to get these up. Yes. Oh, so definitely have our flag pages up. And then also I want to do this again because I want to see if it changed from when we first took this, we were married, but we didn't have any kids. Right. We were married for about two years when yes. we when we started with Couples Group. And that's when we started in with the love languages. And then we went into this series, uh, Laugh Your Way to a Good Marriage. Yes. Which we've, we've talked about. And throughout this course is how we came across um, taking this personality test for your flag page. So I, I feel like I want to read. I mean, it's, it's a simple read, so we can kind of... If you want to read yours, no, I want to read yours and you read mine. I think it'll. You mean the the words? Oh, I was talking about the paragraph. Okay. Because it's, you know. Yeah, that one we could read. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So I'm going to talk about Artie. What's great about Artie? Out of 56 positive character motivation choices, Art chose 51 to pick his top five. For this reason, these five motivations which compel him to live out his daily life are key to his happiness. Art's independence allows him to keep his distance from people who are too needy. Uh, Wrong. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I'm that needy, but I'm pretty needy. Okay. Being independent uh, also enables him to detach himself from those who might prove to be emotionally painful and troublesome. When doing work, he is most productive when he's working alone. Being creative means Art's inventive nature is always at work to solve problems and come up with new ways to do things. For him, there is an innovative way to approach every subject. It is his love of being creative that makes others get involved to make his new ideas happen. That's me. Art naturally looks at situations with hope and energy because he is enthusiastic. This boundless enthusiasm of his attracts people like a magnet. So true. They want to get involved in whatever he's doing because his enthusiasm makes his ideas attractive, credible, and desirable. Easy, easy. Very. Okay, I tell you that. Slip, slippery. I tell you that slippery all slope the time. Because so. you think that like everybody wants everybody wants me, and it's so not true. You get all jelly whenever something like I'm telling you, I know what I see, so I know what other people will see, especially women. I can't speak to the men, but especially <laughs> women. So let's talk about you. So you're I don't want to talk about me. You it your A over here is very your highlight is you're extremely independent, self sufficient, yes. competent, and in control. 
Next, you love being creative. Anything is possible. You're innovative and inventive. That's very true. Next is enthusiastic, upbeat, energy, and happy. That is super true about you. Um, optimistic. Nope, that's not my. That's not my, my next one. Yeah. No. Oh. That, oh, oh. Come on. That's sorry. 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 Let, let, let's, the, let's keep the, it. the next one. The next strength is faithful, loyal, committed, trust. Hey. Hey. Can you read that again, please? His next trait is faithful, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> rounding out your top five would be optimistic. So. When art's motivations combine, they create a set of different talents which enhance his abilities to allow him to do great things. Art is thrilled when he finds something he believes is going to happen. Okay? He stays behind the idea and is involved in making it work. Art believes that there is always a solution and that he can invent the answer. Oh, that is true. Even when you don't want it, he's such a problem solver. He believes he has the ability to change negative circumstances and restore cooperation within a group. See? That is you, my baby. Okay, so here that we go. That is you. Uh, we have a little bit of the same intros, so yeah. I'm going to so skip those. So you skip over my intro, right. Um, it, you know, it's, this is what, what uh, this compels her to live to her... to live my best life. Yes, and, and her keys to happiness. And these are keys. Guys, you got to listen to this stuff. You got to listen to this stuff because it's... It's like somebody gave you the form. Nobody has the formula to to women, and somebody's giving you the formula to your own wife or husband or or you know girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And you want you're not listening to it. You're getting the playbook right here. You're getting the playbook, guys. It's right here. Okay, here it is. So. Lila is always there for certain people when they need her, and she wants them to be there for her. She wants loyalty and trust from these close few. People she can really trust will bring her the most joy and satisfaction because she can relax and just be herself with them. Being strong-willed means that Lila wants to follow the path that will get her what she wants when she wants it. She's a very determined person who is focused on reaching what she sets out for. It's her strong will that drives her to put her goals into motion and lead others into uh, lead others to get involved with her ideas. Lila can't tolerate a phony and she's always and she always chooses genuine people as friends. Being sincere at heart causes her to immediately sense who is real and who is not. Since she loves being sincere, she wants to be the she wants the best for everyone and strives to be fair and honest in everything that she does. Hundred percent, hundred percent, you. <laughs> Especially yeah. like when you you know when people are being fake, mm-hmm. um, and you do your best to brush it off sometimes, right? And you also do your best to make them better. I think Aww, so. Thanks, honey. So number, uh, so your first one, your first word, faithful, loyal, committed, and trust. So it's good that we're both faithful. Right. We both have faithful. Faithful is my A and faithful is your D. So. Hey, <laughs> but it's there. It's, okay. It's part of our top five. However, it is the most important to me and it's sliding down the scale for you. <laughs> That's why I want to, I want to see if this helps true. <laughs> oh, you want to see if it's gone now on yeah. your end? Yeah. Let's see if, if it's even, gone now. You don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my uh, A. Faithful a, is my A. B is your strong will, determined leadership, and focused. Yeah, I agree C, with those two. sincere at heart, uh, mm-hmm. thoughtful, genuine, and compassionate. Mm-hmm. D is flashy, glamour, standout, the showstopper. <laughs> this is all so me. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, which we've very much experienced this weekend, organized. <laughs> Order, <laughs> systems, structure. You this know. girl is planning <laughs> next year's vacations. She's planning, you know. Hey, that's, le- that's part wishful thinking. But I have, I mean, that's just how I am. I am a super pre-planner. I mean, I was looking up homeschool stuff when Aliyah was three. Yes. Okay, getting prepared for kindergarten. So I waste no time. I like to have a plan and a backup plan. <laughs> I don't like surprises. When Lila's motivations combine to create a set of different talents which enhance her abilities and allow her to do great things, it's very important for Lila to be organized. She will not let her structure be disturbed. <laughs> if someone inadvertently steps over the boundaries she has in place, 
Lila's strong will will keep the person in line until she knows that she can trust that person. I have been the brunt of that. I've stepped over the line many a time. Isn't that so me? Yes. All right. So um, I want to go over our, our, our countries. Yes, yes. And the reason, I, and I'm not going to try and describe these countries. You guys are going to get a treat. Um, we're going to break the law a little bit, so don't tell nobody. But uh, we are going to listen from Mark Gunger, who actually hosts the um, How to Laugh Your Way to a Good Marriage. Seminars. Seminar. And programs. Yep. And so we don't have him on the show. We don't have his permission to to, to uh to play this. I don't know that we need his permission to play this, seeing as, as I'm getting it from a public license, but... Hey, we're helping couples out hey, here, right? We're I'm sending sure them his way anyway. Yeah, he's not paying for any of this. We're not receiving any money from this, but he's going to talk about some countries, okay? And these countries are basically your the personality countries that you live in and how you handle things. Um, one of them is going to be control, the other one is perfect country, and the other one is fun, and the last is peace. Okay, and uh, he's going to take you through all four of these countries. And then we'll tell you ours. And we'll tell you our country um, at the end. I think this is going to be fun. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Pictures. What we do, the first thing this thing does is breaks you into four temperament categories. Control, fun, perfect, peace. We call them countries. Fun country, control country, perfect country, peace country. Why? Because it's like coming from different countries. Different countries have different traditions. Different countries have different ways of looking at things. Um, I used to use the analogy of like someone from China trying to relate to someone from Yugoslavia or something. But we discovered a really better example is like someone from the United States trying to relate to someone from England or from Australia or from South Africa. Why? Because we all speak English. We assume there's a general assumption we understand each other. But if you've ever been in these countries, you can find out in a hurry, different words mean different things. And you can insult people very, very quickly. Uh, we were in England some years ago, and I met this young couple, and they had this little boy about two years old, a little toddler running around. I love kids, and I'm goofing around with this little kid. And at some point, I said, come here, you little bugger, and I'm reaching to grab him. All of a sudden, the parents grab his hand and just storm out of the room. I was stunned. I looked at the guy next to me. I said, so what happened? He said, well, over here, a bugger is a homosexual. Well, that's not what I meant, okay? And when I told the couple, I apologize, you know, I'm sorry, that's not what I meant, that's not what it means where I come from in Wisconsin, all right? But you know what? They didn't care. They didn't care. They stayed offended. They stayed upset because you don't do that in our country. I don't know how many of you uh, follow little political things, but when the first President Bush went over to Australia, he was in a motorcade, and he was waving at the crowd, and he was using some hand gesture, I don't remember what it was, but over there, it's the equivalent of flipping everybody off. <laughs> it's like going down the crowd, hey, I know what you're gonna say, you know, and, and uh, all, the, all the people got upset and offended, and of course, he had to apologize later, because over there, that's what that means, but not where we come from, and it's like that from these emotional countries. We have our way of viewing things. We have words that mean certain things, and we're motivated by different things than people from other countries. And inevitably, people seem to marry people from completely opposite countries. Uh, not always, but, but a lot of the times, it's very, very funny to watch. Now, let me give you a quick breakdown on these four countries. First of all, we have the uh, square, black and white country of control. <laughs> these are the people who just want to get her done. Need to get her done. Just get her done. All right, their favorite vehicle is the bulldozer. <laughs> so you just hop on that bulldozer and plow everybody over to get something accomplished. You know, and they just rah. They're focused on what they're doing, not who they're killing while they're doing it. <laughs> because their greatest desire in life is they want appreciation for what they do. They want appreciation for it. They want to, I want you to appreciate me. I told you last night how men like to be appreciated. Men like this really want to be appreciated. But there's women like this too. They just, they want appreciation for what they do. Now, these people generally, uh, depending on how passionate they are about it, they're so strong about it that the last thing in the world you want to do is appreciate them. <laughs> right? 
In fact, we'll say things like, dear God, don't appreciate him. <laughs> right? So we all, the rest of us from other countries, feel it's our God-given responsibility to deny them what they want the most. <laughs> and then we wonder why people get upset. We wonder why they feel depressed. We wonder why people feel struggle in life. Why? Because what they desire the most is being forbidden to them by everybody closest to them in their lives. You're not helping your spouse by denying what they want. It'll seem odd to you because you don't want it. I mean, to, to all of us, you know, that's weird. And in every country, they each have something that to the rest of us seems weird. But to them, it's, it's breath and life to them. These people want to be appreciated. Uh, they like words like grasp, control, get her done, appreciate, accomplish, achieve. That's the world that they come from. All right? Then the next one is we have the star-shaped country of fun. Guess where I come from? All right? Now, these are the people, they just want to have fun. You know, just, we love it. And uh, um, our favorite vehicle is the jet plane. High speed, no limits. Of course, we're famous for smashing into walls and, and not seeing where we're going. And of course, we think it's hilarious. You know, then we just get up and take off again. And it's not so funny to your spouse, who's tired of seeing you smash into walls all the time, right? But we don't care. Our greatest desire is, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. We love to be noticed. Fun people love to be noticed. Their favorite environment is being noticed in a crowd of people. Just, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. That's, that's fun people. That's why they'll share horribly embarrassing situations that, that you would never share. It's true. Why can they do that? Because we just look at me. We don't care. Look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me. I was in Ohio, and I got on one of these shuttle buses, you know, from the airport to the uh, rental car thing, and this lady hops on the bus, and she's just loud. You know, fun people are loud. Loud, loud, loud. Why? Look at me, look at me, look at me. And, and she's just talking. The lady's hilarious. She's got us all laughing on the bus. Right, I knew right away what country she came from, you know. <laughs> she's, she was in, in uh, she'd just come back from uh, 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 Rhode Island, which is about the size of a postage stamp and describing how it took her nine hours to get from the airport to her hotel. <laughs> now, it only takes 20 seconds to drive across Rhode Island, but it took them nine hours. To, and she's describing how they kept going in circles and stuff like that, and she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's an embarrassing thing. And, I thought, oh. and then she says, and then we finally got to the hotel, and it was this hotel, and it was so neat, because when we looked outside, it had the biggest fullest moon we ever saw. It was so beautiful. And she's describing it in, in detail, and she's kind of pulling us all in. And she says, the most amazing thing about it is it never moved all night. It stayed in that same spot. <laughs> and I'm thinking, really? <laughs> and she says, the next morning we got up, we saw it was a big lamp right outside our window. Oh, my God. Oh, so, I felt so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was... Now you realize she's sharing this with complete strangers. <laughs> she doesn't care, all right? She just loves to have fun and loves to be noticed. Uh, we're not real big on details. You know, we're a little scattered brain. We're the kind of people we'll go to a shopping mall and we'll come out and we have no idea where the car is. <laughs> a and we think it's hilarious. your spouse is not nearly as entertained by this. <laughs> Highly irritated, okay? And, and what do we do? These people, they want to be noticed. What, all you fun people, what have you heard all your life from people? Oh, God, don't notice them. Don't encourage them. Don't encourage them. So everybody closest to you works the hardest to deny you what you want the most. And if they succeed, you will be depressed. You will be frustrated. You will not be happy if they win. There's this constant war between the, the countries here. Now look at the words they like to use. Really happy, good time, funny, great. <laughs> now, a lot of, I, we get a lot of people from fun country coming to my event because it's called Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage. And they just, just the title alone, they're in. <laughs> okay, let's go. 
I love it. I love it. And, and, and what are they doing? They're trying to sell everybody by using their words. So if they're married to a control person, they're coming up saying, Oh, come on. You need to come. It'll be really fun. It'll be really great. Oh, oh that's such a blast. But you're speaking Swahili to this guy. See? Because not, not, there's not one word you said that appeals to him at all. No, come on. It'll be really fun. It'll be really fun. It'll be really fun. We all like using our own language. And, then, and we can't even begin to comprehend why the phrase really fun, fun doesn't motivate you to come. All right. If you really wanted to succeed with Mr. Control or Mrs. Control, you would use their language. You would say, honey, you know, we ought to go to this thing because we'll be able to achieve more in our marriage. We'll be able to accomplish more. We'll be able to get more done. And we'll succeed more in our relationship. Now you're talking his language. <laughs> do you see the difference? But we don't want to do that. We don't even care what the other language is. <laughs> we just want to use our language. And it gets us in trouble. So this is important to try and understand. Then we have the people uh, from the diamond-shaped, hard, perfect world of perfect. And these are the people, they just want to get it right. It's just details, details, details. They view the world under a magnifying glass, you know. And, and they're always looking for flaws. And they're always, their way of saying, I love you, is let me tell you what's wrong with you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking? Some of you got that. You, you're always telling your spouse, you know, you, you need to quit doing that. You need to do this better. Why do you, you know, this is their version of love. If they, didn't, if they didn't care, they'd let you just burst into flames. They wouldn't care. <laughs> You're about to drive over a cliff. They don't know you. They don't care. Just see you. <laughs> you know. But if they love you, they're always pointing out what's wrong and how you can be better. Uh, these people, they're perfect. They're, their ideal vehicle is the train. That's because unless this rail is exactly, it has to be exactly from the same distance from this rail or the train's not going to move. <laughs> These people are often accused of being controlled, control freaks. And they're not, and they get mad. If you have a spouse that you say, you're, you're just a control freak, and they get mad at you, I promise you they're not a control freak. They're probably a perfect person. Control people, when you accuse a control person of being a control person, you know what they do? They go, that's right. <laughs> control. Get out of my way. Yeah. But perfect people are often accused of being controlled, but the reason that it feels like they're controlled is because they're always stopping the train. They're train stoppers. They're not controllers. They're not trying to control the environment. As control people like to control the environment. They like to do this, do that, put this here, do that. They, they light up with that. But, but, but perfect people, they just want to get it right. That's, that's their desire. Get it right. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Now, it doesn't mean it is right. It's just right to them. These are the people that if they were on the Titanic, the only thing they would be concerned about is that the furniture stay arranged on deck. The rest of us would be on, we're dying. It's going to sink. Who cares? I'm sorry. It's a policy. We got to keep these chairs over here because that's... That's, that's what it says in the manual, you know. You ever run into somebody like that? That it seems like for the lack of every bit of common sense in the world, they cannot see it because it's in the manual. That's the way. These are perfect people. They, they make some of the greatest workers in the world because they'll, do, they'll, they'll follow, you know, the, the manual to death, you know. Uh, now, these are by nature the most creative people in the world. Your best architects, your best artists, your best designers, your best musicians, Janet, comes from the world of perfect. It's, a, it's her highest score. They take details and they make them come alive. They are creative geniuses, all right? But they are, by nature, the world's most sensitive people. And what they desire more than anything is really not perfection. They just want you to be sensitive to their feelings, which is something you'd, you'd never even connect that. You think, well, they want perfection. They want to view stuff. They want everything. No, no, no. Their greatest desire sensitivity to their feelings. It really throws everybody because no one picks that up because they're always throwing darts at everybody. That's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. Okay? And then we try and throw the darts back at them. Okay, but they, they don't handle it very well. They don't like it. They get their feelings hurt all the time. Perfect people always walk around. They're always 
hurting all the time. People are always offending them, and they feel things very, very deeply. And a lot of them carry a lot of hurt and pains from even years ago. It's a real struggle for them. Again, they're creative, brilliant geniuses. God loves them, and God made you the way you are. But they have a real hard time letting go of stuff. See, control people. If you offend a controlled child, he'll push past it. You offend a, a fun child, he'll laugh it off. You offend a peace child, he'll make peace with it. You offend a perfect child, and they can carry the pain of that well into adulthood, some of them for the rest of their lives. If you have perfect children, you need to be very careful with them. They're very, very sensitive people. Again, they're brilliant. They're wonderful people, the most misunderstood people. When I'm flying home at 35,000 feet, I'm really hoping the guy who designed that came from perfect country. <laughs> and not from fun country. You know? <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Because all we care about is that it looked cool. <laughs> and if it blows up, we go, <laughs> oh, man, did you see that? <laughs> Let's make another one, you know. So we just. <laughs> they like words like ideal, right, details, feel, that sort of thing. All right. Um, uh, then we have the final country, the, the country of peace. These are the people who just want to get along with everybody. Can't we all just get along? I call it the Rodney King motivation. Can't, can't we all just get along? You know, their, their favorite vehicle is the gondola on calm waters. <laughs> they hate emotional waves. They just hate it. Inevitably, these people marry people who do belly flaps in the pool. You know, they just, they just hate it. It drives them crazy. This, this uh, picture of a, a person in a hammock while mowing the lawn, that, that's not laziness to these people. That's efficiency. <laughs> stay calm. Just stay calm. They like words like no hassle, the easy way, relax, low maintenance, smart. You know, they just like doing things, you know, with as little discomfort as possible. Now, these people's greatest desire, the, the control and fun are the easiest to recognize what their desire is. Perfect and, and peace is, is harder. Perfect, I explained to you, but uh, peace people, what the greatest desire is for you to respect who they are. That's what they, that's what they really want. The problem is these are the easiest people in the world to disrespect. It is because they're so nice. And they're so placid and so bendable. They're just... <laughs> and, and when anybody from the other countries run into a peace person, we immediately think, here's a chance for a convert. <laughs> That's what we do. We can get him to the dark side. <laughs> Follow the dark side. Because we think, because they're so nice, they really need what we have. And, and we can bring them to our side. So control people, you know, they, they, they'll come to a peace person and say, you need to get more done in your life. And a peace person will go, okay. <laughs> and a fun person will say, you need to be more excited about life. And they'll go, okay. <laughs> perfect person said, you need to get it right. And they'll go, yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> and you can push them along just so far. These people will all of a sudden shut down on you in a heartbeat. And, and, and the reason, and it'll shock you to say, what happened? It's because at some point you start disrespecting them and you start insulting them. They'll put up with a lot because they're peace people. By nature, they'll, they'll suffer the slings and arrows of many outrageous fortunes, okay? But you start insulting who they are, they will, they'll shut down you, they'll go cold, they'll get really upset. A control person pushes too hard, it makes a peace person feel stupid. You make a peace person starting to feel stupid, they'll really get upset with you. A fun person can make them feel like a dud. You make them feel like a dud, they'll shut down. You know, a, a perfect person make them feel like, like a failure. You start making them feel that way, you're insulting them, they will shut down on you. Um, if war breaks out between the other three countries, these people all hide. 
and, and they come out and, and join whoever won at the end. You know, this. So there you go, a little bit about the, the countries. Um, I know we are running long today, but we thought that was really great to share with you guys. So we wanted to make sure we did that. Yeah, super fun. Oh, my gosh. Can you all guess what countries we're from? <laughs> really quick, we'll close it out with uh, what countries we're from. Go ahead, hon. Uh, so what country is art from? You are Your home country is control. Mm-hmm. Very sure of yourself so that you take, um, let me see, hold on what it says here. This is the country where the residents have the ability to lead groups, businesses, and teams. You are very sure of yourself, so you take focus on what needs to be done and does whatever it takes to accomplish the task. You're interested in the bottom line, so you're quick to get to the point of what you're saying. Natural sense for when to take charge of a project makes it possible for you to overcome any obstacles by focusing directly on objectives. And since you accomplish so much, you want people to notice and appreciate the things you do. Yeah. Your so he did. He didn't. He didn't um, go into the to the adopted country, but it's it's basically like the um, what you'll choose. It's no, like no, no. Your no, home your, country is what you naturally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your adopted country is like you know your backup. Right. Your well, your second. You know, it's sort of like the. The love languages you have of a primary and a, and a secondary, secondary yeah. right? So you're. We adopt- don't need to read them all. I just want to just let them know. Your adopted country is perfect. Yes. So, <laughs> based on what Mark Unger is saying there, um, you have your hands full, hon. Yeah. Uh, so your country, number one, your home country is fun. <laughs> See, it's <laughs> <laughs> so me. <laughs> Fun and uh, your adopted country is perfect. So it's interesting that we have. Both the same adopted, adopted country. country. That's the way we get along and communicate so well. I, I, I think, think so. I think mm-hmm. so. And, you know, I, I'm surprised that I was not more fun because I love having fun. So apparently I, you're no nonsense. I'm no nonsense. Man. Control ne- and perfect. That's we're going to we're going to get a little bored for you. How many days since your last nonsense? <laughs> yeah. Zero days since my last nonsense. Yep. OK, uh, we hope we had some fun with you guys today. We hope you enjoyed that. Uh, definitely want to see some more uh, things coming out from our flag page and uh, how to laugh your way to a to a good marriage. Yeah, head on over there. Take advantage of um, what's available out there on YouTube going over. It's a series of, when we did it, we did I think it was DVDs. Like f- yeah. I want to say it was like maybe five. Maybe or five or six. Or YouTube six has DVDs. some. I wouldn't I wouldn't go to YouTube because there's a lot of stuff that's missing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say that's probably not the way to go. You should really head over to his website and you could probably get the DVD pack. I mean, right now people are just basically giving away things to help in terms of your relationship and while everybody's struggling right now and staying home, so Yes. Head over there. Head over there. Buy that. It's mm-hmm. worth it. I don't it's know how much so it is. Worth it. I want to say maybe like sixty bucks or I, something. I it comes so. with back with then. The f- it was yeah. like sixty bucks. So uh, it comes with the flag page. So you can also get your flag page done. Uh, do it together, and maybe we host. Uh, we've been talking about hosting a. Oh yeah, we kind of wanted to do a, like a hangout. A hangout, so like go through a, a this virtual a one. virtual one. If you guys are interested in that, hit us up at uh, Kiss Like Yours. Oh, that would be a lot Fres- of fun. Facebook and Instagram. Um, also, Kiss Like Yours at Gmail Maybe we do like a Zoom. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll say, hey, you guys got to watch number one. Yeah, and, and then, then we'll and then we'll, we'll set up a Zoom. Oh yeah, we'll plan for that, like for fall. Yeah, we'll that'd get, be we'll fun. We'll get it set up that way. Everyone has a chance to get everyone get underway. reset. Get for 2021 home education we're in august y'all we're in august rounding out uh the second quarter um and uh, actually we're into the third quarter of 2020 and approaching that time of year that time of year yeah so oh man well let's enjoy our anniversary and zoe's birthday first before we start thinking about the holidays I know. i'm excited we are heading into vacation week you guys so it's gonna be fun we'll let you know i did remember one other thing that we had done for our anniversary i want to say so last anniversary was eight and that's when we did the rv um anniversary number seven was that the one where we went to universal studios because we had never been yes. together yes you're right so universal anniversary studios. seven we went to go have butterbeer. Yes, Hogwarts, butterbeer. Three broomsticks. We three finally broomsticks. got to hang out at the three broomsticks. Went to Simpsons area. 
Never been there. Right. We finally got to have some Duff beer. Remember? Yes. Some childhood dream. Why? That's a childhood dream. I don't know, but that's pretty sad. Duff beer. It, was, it wasn't <laughs> that good. I didn't like it that much. But we had it. Yeah, so. it was good. There you go. It was good that we had it, but it wasn't that good. Beer. So off we go. All right. That's going to do it. Man, we hit an hour today. Wow. Anyway. How dare you not stop talking? <laughs> have a great rest of the day or great rest of the week. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Bye.